914. Now, Dave Teixeira is here. Dave.ca Communications. Dave uh, is our Web Wednesday. Well, what is he? I guess he's our Web Wednesday victim. Uh, we, he joins us every Wednesday, too. And he does all the work, really, uh, to tell us what's new on the Web. Good morning. Well, I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes nothing, nothing of not honest. Uh, listen, right. and speaking of that, it's, yeah. a, it's a nice segue. We announced this morning that uh, Linda Steele is going to be giving away Paul McCartney tickets because he's coming to town uh, in April on the 19th and 20th at uh, Rogers Arena, and she'll be giving away tickets this afternoon. And lo and behold, you sent along a piece that uh, has the headline, Can't Buy a Ticket to That Concert You Want to See? Blame bots. What's yeah, this about? And, and, you know what? I've been buying tickets online for the last few years, and I actually had a bad experience. I couldn't get tickets for, and I'm sure you've heard of this band, uh, John, Flight of the Concords. Oh, yes, of course. Okay, perfect. So uh, I couldn't get tickets, and <laughs> yeah. I then later find, find out when I look at StubHub and all these other sort of what I call scalper sites, hundreds, if not thousands, not thousands, but hundreds of tickets that are on there for sale. So I did a little research, and it's interesting. This is a problem that's happening all over the place because of bots. So what happened, this is big business. In fact, one particular business in 2013 made $31 million of profit by scalping tickets using bots. So what he would do is set up hundreds, if not thousands, of computers that would slam the Ticketmaster sites or whatever sites they were uh, and use computerized methods to buy huge amounts of tickets. So, for example, for the U2 concert last year at Madison Square Garden, he was able to buy 1,012 tickets in Holy one cow. minute. In a minute? In a minute. So he wow. set these bots up, and he's able to slam the sites, get the tickets, and then he also then automated it so it would automatically put it on StubHub for him. Holy so th- these are the problems, and, and uh, I suspect that um, uh, these guys can do it worldwide, because you know, just because you're based in New York or wherever, you can set these, your computer up to buy tickets around the world and then put them on StubHub and sit back and watch the profits come in. So are there ways to stop this? Well, if, well of course there are. It's just, will Ticketmaster and all these other groups want to do that? So for example, they, they can attach a name to all the tickets. So when they start seeing a name popping up, they go, wait a second, that's, you know, the, the one person should not be buying a thousand pieces. Or you attach a piece of ID to it, so when you go to the concert, you have to show ID. As a ticket user, I'm not sure I'd want that. I'm not sure I want tickets uh, with names on them or, uh, uh, you know, have to show my ID because I might give the tickets away. Or if I'm buying four tickets, well, what about the other three that are coming with me? So uh, they're going to have to figure something out here because I am now a very disappointed Flight of the Concords fan. And, of course, I would never use my platform here on the radio to ask if anyone has tickets for sale. They could write to me at dave at dave.ca. So I won't be doing that, John. I'm sorry. What was that? What was that email? What was it again? The email that I will not be using to ask people to submit tickets to me is Dave at Dave.ca. Dave (laughs) at Dave.ca. Okay, just like it's just like it sounds. Exactly. This is important because the New York Attorney General Eric Schneiderman uh, has released a report, and usually when the New York Attorney General wades in. Uh, Other states uh, aren't very far behind, because this is uh, illegal, as far as I can tell. Yeah, well, it's it's illegal to use your computer to circumvent another computer system. So uh, setting up a bot to buy a thousand tickets or even a couple of dozen tickets is 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 illegal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I remember the days when you know I used to have to line up outside on the cold Toronto sidewalks to get my tickets to Rush, 
And yeah. now you can just sit and, you know, hit an app and in a way you, you know, use the Ticketmaster app or whatever. Or if you're more conniving like these ticket brokers are, they just set up these networks. And if, again, if, if one guy's profiting $31 million, I'm sure that's an anomaly. But even if you can make $50,000 a year doing this, um, I, I, it, it certainly will open it up to, to more people to try that. Uh, In a statement, Ticketmaster, which is owned by Live Nation uh, Entertainment, said that it's cooperated with the investigation by the New York Attorney General and that the company supports the Attorney General's efforts to manage bots and the elimination of paperless ticketing bans. So it sounds like... I I think that's a pretty empty uh, (laughs) support. Uh, I mean, Ticketmaster makes their money no matter what, right? So at the end of the day, they're like, well, whether a a scalper buys it or whatever, away we go. And I have to applaud the efforts of bands like Pearl Jam back in the 90s and even uh, comedian Louis C.K. Louis Mm -hmm. C.K. sells his tickets through his own website because he hates the fact that uh, you know, there's scalpers and and and, uh, and the fees that have to be paid to Ticketmaster. Because, yeah. for example, on the on the tickets I talked about uh, for Flight of the Concords, fifty uh, there was a fifty percent surcharge that went to Ticketmaster. Wow! For the ticket, so wow. uh, again, very expensive. All right, Dave, we'll get you to stand by talking with Dave Teixeira, Dave dot ca. When we come back, a touch, a touch on a couple of things. Uh, Edward Snowden is speaking out about the claim by the FBI that it requires Apple's help to unlock uh, iPhones. Snowden says that's BS. Uh, We'll also talk about uh, the ultimate tool for planning your next vacation. Coming up here on CKNW. We're doing that with Dave Teixeira, Dave.ca, who joins us every Wednesday for our Web Wednesday segment. Uh, Edward Snowden has jumped into the uh, debate between the FBI and Apple as the FBI is trying to uh, unlock an iPhone that was used in the terrorist attack in uh, in California, and he says that the FBI is basically peddling BS. Yeah, it, 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 I mean, it, it, I'm not surprised that Snowden is trying to uh, uh, dispel any myths that the uh, FBI might be putting forward, but there's a bit of a caveat on this, too. So yesterday, uh, he was speaking at a conference, and uh, as he often does, believe it or not, he gets paid quite handsomely uh, through Bitcoin, to honestly, to... Uh, speak via Skype at a number of conferences uh, around the world. So yeah. it's, a, it's a good gig, similar to what I do here, but he gets uh, paid. Yes, um, except that he has to live in Moscow. Yeah, I, I guess so. <laughs> but you have to remember as well, uh, his girlfriend moved over with him. He has a, you know, I don't know if it's a great life, but yeah. I mean... It's somewhat stress-free, other than the whole Russian thing. But, uh, <laughs> other than the whole Vladimir Putin thing, it's other great. Other than that, John, it's, it's paradise. <laughs> uh, it's, it's great. But what he is saying is that Apple uh, does not have the exclusive technical means to unlock these phones. That In fact, there's two sources. The FBI could use a number of uh, methods to crack the phone. But here's the problem, is they can be very expensive, time-consuming, and, and here's the, the other one, they actually could destroy the phone. So that's the problem. They don't want to do anything that may destroy the phone, because yeah. perhaps in, in time, they'll have a way to, to force Apple to crack the phone. The other source is the CIA. Apparently, the CIA, for 10 years, has been trying to, uh, at least they're saying they're trying to, which could be maybe they have a way to actually crack the phone. So, uh, and, and I've mentioned this before, I honestly think there is a way. There's probably a white hacker who's already done that. In fact, this, this, just this past week, we, we found a white hacker was able to hack their way into Facebook. Mm-hmm. And he, instead of sharing that with everyone, he contacted Facebook and said, hey, here's how I can get in and have access to everything in Facebook. And they paid him 15 grand to, you know, to thank him. And he says, yeah, I'm not going to tell anyone how to do it because I want to do this for the greater good and the check. So uh, I think similarly, you could have white, ha- uh, white hat hackers who could come forward. But Snowden is suggesting the FBI and or the CIA already have a way to do this. 
And there's also talk that the the reason the FBI is pursuing this is they want legislation, and they want it you know on the books that uh, a, a, a technology company would have to uh, do what they ask in terms of getting into a phone or a computer system, what have you. Yeah, but what Apple has done, a kind of kind of uh, preemptive strike on that, is they've announced that with the next iOS update that they have now taken out any possible backdoors that they will actually have no way. To, to assist even if they wanted to. Hmm. So it comes back to this, you know, should, should companies help law enforcement when it's necessary versus what is our rights to privacy and what's our expectations? And I think it, it all changes if it was on us. If, if someone had a phone that had information that could save us or a loved one from harm, yeah. we would be very, very forceful uh, in our attempts to get that information, whereas if it's to someone we don't know, we're yelling privacy, privacy, privacy. So uh, it's, it's going to be fascinating as time goes on because our phones are not just phones anymore. These are mini computers that we walk around with that have our banking information, our passwords, our photos, uh, our contact lists, what books and music we listen to. So all these different kind of things that in the McCarthy era, you know, he, he would have been drooling to get a hold of. We now make it easy by walking around with them. So at least, folks, when you're out there, Put a password, put a passcode on your phones. Don't don't make it easy for someone to get your information. Okay, before we uh, go, uh, Google has the ultimate tool for planning your next vacation, they say. Yeah, and this is baked right into Google itself. This is only available on uh, uh, your mobile phones, but it's called Destinations. So if you type in the word, say you want to take a trip, John, to Mexico, you put Mexico, the next word is Destinations, and up will come these this part of the search engine, part of the Google search engine called Destinations. Hmm. So you'll see a potential resorts you want to go to, photos, reviews, temperature, uh, local news, everything you'd want to know about that destination, and then you can book your trip. You can kind of slide these little levers and say, you know what, I want to go to a three-star or a five-star, I want to spend, you know, 200 bucks or $5,000, and it will come up with everything you wanted to know, and then they make it nice and easy for you to spend your money as well. So it's called Destinations. You can have a lot of fun with it, even if you're not going to book your trip through it. It's, uh, it's, it's a great way, uh, so for example, next week I'm going to be heading to Maui, uh, you know, the Dave.ca summer home, or yes. winter home, whatever yeah. it's called. And, uh, you know, I, just for fun, I looked through there, and there's some great photos, some great, uh, in fact, I booked a restaurant through there, because uh, want to check it out. So, Flight of the Concord playing there? What's that? Flight of the Concord playing there? No, they're not. It's, you're, you're, this is very disappointing. And again, for listeners out there, if you have extra tickets, Dave at Dave.ca. All right, three quick things, quickly. Absolutely. Ray Tomlinson uh, died this week at the age of 74. He is the inventor of email, so a very sad death there as well. Uh, number two, Justin Trudeau, our prime minister, he's now on Snapchat. Oh, good. Uh, so that, that's huge. I, I hope he uh, doesn't do any uh, Anthony Weiner type things there. And number three, I know, John, this will be huge for you on Tinder. Here are the top five professionals uh, for male and female that people swipe on that they really like. Yep. For, for males, number one, it's a pilot followed by founder, entrepreneur, yep. firefighter, doctor, and you're going to like this one. Number uh-huh. five, TV or radio personality. Yeah. Where was, where was Tinder 50 years ago when I really needed it? <laughs> well, you can still get on it now. Just, uh, I guess, maybe have that. No, first. Nah, I can't do that. There you go. What about for women? For women, f- uh, physiotherapist, uh, interior designer, founder, entrepreneur, PR or communications, and last but not least, a teacher. Have a great week. Have fun.